There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. Creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hi there. At the top of this episode, Matt breaks some pretty shocking news that ended up being false. I come to you today with my tail between my legs, you guys. Listeners, I want you to know that I I love you guys. I would never provide you with information that was incorrect. However, you're about to hear us yap on about how Hugh Hefner has passed away at the age of 91, you guys. He is very much alive. At the time of recording, he is very much alive. Um, but we know what? It, it opens up the show, uh, this episode. But we just roll with it. We hope you you can strap yourself in for the ride. It's- you know what, guys? Um, clickbait is real. Yeah. And sometimes clickbait can be really shockingly detailed and <laughs> fucking fake as fuck. That's how they get you. Yeah, honestly, I'm telling you, he was dead at the age of 91, found in his home. They went into detail about how, like, uh, he had been, like, succumbing to illness for some time. Listen, the guy, the man is alive. He's he's alive. He's alive. But um, you know what? We sort of look back on his legacy, and all of that still stands. So enjoy the episode. Yeah. We're so sorry this was fake news, but enjoy it. <laughs> Thanks. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. Bowen, <laughs> guess God. who is dead? Holy Who's dead? Hugh Hefner. Oh my, wait, what? What today? What? He died. Just now. What? Are you kidding? Are, no, I'm oh not kidding. Oh my god, what? Dead at 91. Wait, what? You waited Natural until we went. <gasps> yes, I did wait. You just and this found is, this out? Yes. 
Peter's I, Peter's jumping talk? in. Well, no, I Peter, mean, no, please, please. absolutely not. But now that you have, let's welcome our guests I mean, into the conversation. Not. Okay. No, no. Wait, and, and absolutely not. All three of us will talk about this. Okay, everyone. We have an incredible guest with us today. Amazing. Amazing. Sorry. They are. Uh, <laughs> they are just. A, they were floored by the information. They were floored by the information. She's such a, a wonderful performer. You've seen them perform at Caroline's on Broadway. Uh, they have a show coming up August 26th at the Duplex. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you saw them open the I Don't Think So Honey Live first installment uh, with their amazing impression of Annette Benning. Look for that. Look Again for that. In the future. Please, please, please do. And they're going to be at the second live show on August 11th. Yes. And they are a, a star in the upcoming limited series on Forever Dog podcast called Turner Masters Memory Hospital. A star in it. A star in it. And we we might have a little role in that too. We can't wait to listen to it. Yes, absolutely. Oh. And I think their name is Peter, Peter Smith. Smith. Now, Peter. Uh-huh. <laughs> what say you about the death of Hugh? Um, I need to see a uh, like a tweet notification or some kind of proof because I oh, Peter needs to see the body I just like don't it's so shocking to me this can you believe world. talk about a death of culture but I'm sorry yeah this is the world we live in though now where we don't believe news unless yeah. it's in a Washington Post no. notification I confirmed mean, dead he yeah well the magazine is shifted now right there's no naked no. I feel like women. yeah it's changed yeah right now it's like there it's like a, it's like a Lifestyle, just a general lifestyle magazine. And there's just funny articles and such. I think okay. it's, like, kind of important. Playboy, absolutely. But, like, the death of him kind of is, like, it's the death huge. of this, like, sexual thing. That absolutely. he kind of Was he a gross guy? 100%. Yeah. But also, not in a pejorative way. I mean, oh, I'm not saying this, like, in a negative way as, as to, like... Um, you know, shame that it's right. It was it was important. What he did was important. Well, I guess it's different for every woman, right? Of course. Whether of course. whether they all felt, I'm sure we can't gauge whether they all felt empowered doing that. No, that's not up to us. That's, that's not, not up, up to, to us. us. You know what? Not even close. Not even at all. And I rescind. I retract my previous statement I made 30 seconds ago. <gasps> I have no opinion. <laughs> I have none. That's your cultural right. That's my cultural Rule right. Rule number 48. No, rule number 43 of culture, because I'm sure we haven't had 43. Yes. It's, it's your, your cultural, cultural right, right to, to take, take back, back an opinion. opinion. Absolutely. Absolutely. Peter. Yes. How about that? I agree. Peter, okay, so I'm sorry, we just launched right into this. Wow, this is a first for the show. What's a long-held opinion of yours? <laughs> Go. A long-held opinion about what? Anything? About anything. Anything. What have you held an opinion about all your life long that you'd like to take back? <sighs> this roller coaster started, and we're on it. <laughs> this is it. Uh, the an opinion I've had my whole life. I don't know that, like, uh, d- dudes look great in makeup. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But you and I mean the rule I is. Agree. The, I agree too. The rule is you can retract that, but we're we're not doing that. I'm not going to retract. Just let you know, it. you can take back that. If you want to. If I want to, that's If you see me in a full beat later and you don't think it looks very good, you can I'm take it sure back. I'm sure it'll be gorgeous. But Peter, I want to say, um, not to play devil's advocate, but I, I've i been wearing makeup this week for, for, for just for shows and such. And I, I saw. And, oh, yes, that's right. Um, You've been in makeup three nights out of this week. Incredible. I think I look just awful. In I makeup? Mean, just, it, well, it's you're talking about your sluck makeup. makeup. Can we talk about sluck? We can talk about sluck. We can talk about sluck, but here's the thing, Peter. You don't understand... Bowen came out for Night Soap in his actual beat that mm-hmm. Ruby Rue, what's up Ruby, Hi, did Ruby. to Bowen, and you don't understand the crowd gasped I'm because sure. of the beauty. But 
I, the gorgeous beauty. We, the gorgeous beauty. Uh, I refuse to sit here and tell you that you look bad. And I don't. You're lying. I just. It's hard. It's hard. It's it's hard for. I'm gonna say it. It's hard for Asians because our eyes are so almond. So uh, Ruby put on a lot of liner, and it my my eyes just disappeared, and I just I just looked like a beautiful skull. I think you looked like a glamour <laughs> puss. Okay, I'm thank sure you. You looked like. One of the most beautiful creatures ever to grace a stage. It was shocking when he came out, and I had been seeing him all day in the makeup. And Bowen stepped out into the light as Veronique, Veronique. and I was like, "Oh my god, she's here!" Uh Speaking of beautiful stage visions, yes, I I just want to, and it's it's because Peter's here, but it's also because I truly believe this to be empirically true. Mm -hmm. Most beautiful. Thing I've ever seen on stage was Peter at Carnegie Hall at the Three Busy Debra show. Yeah, that's very angel kind. wings, a mesh see-through I top. Any, I keep forgetting I didn't have any clothes on. But you looked amazing, Peter. That was my introduction to you as well. Really? Oh. That was it your was. first time seeing them? Oh, first I time think ever. it was the first time I ever saw you too. Because wow. I could see everybody in the because yeah. all the lights were right, on. Right, because they the couldn't lights afford to turn off. the lights off. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> you what couldn't hall afford was to that? turn them off? What hall was that? Sankel? Vile? No, Vile. Vile Hall. Vile we hall. had the Vile Hall. Ah, of course. Because, you know, famously, Carnegie Hall, not just one hall. Oh, no. no In fact, three. Yeah, trois hall. But it's a, it's a, uh, an honor to perform in any of them. Absolutely right. an honor. And expensive. An, ex- yeah, an expensive Well, honor. but okay, explain to me this whole light situation. It, was, it, would, it would cost you money to turn them off? There are so many. I mean, you know... You guys ever heard of unions? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So my dad's uh, a union man. Yeah. So they're great, and uh, they apply to Carnegie Hall. So there's just lots of stuff that if you need this to be done, you'll have to hire someone to do it. Union guy. And then you get, you know, it's just like a, a, uni- a union or girl. It, it adds up. Sure. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Okay, because you would have, if you turn the lights off, we you would, would need have a to tech hire. person. Eggs. I see. That that makes sense. Hundred percent. Like another thousand dollars. Another thou. Peter, um, how are you? How am I? Yeah. This weather that is kind of, ta- well, I mean, not to talk about the weather, nope. but no, it no, really, no, as we're now well. in the heat of summer, and then today had this kind of chill. Yes. Really you appreciated know, it. Just over the kinda, last, yeah. It's mm-hmm. been so much, and this has been nice. Over the last several days, I've been saying to myself, am I really sick, mm-hmm. or do I just live in Manhattan? Like oh, yeah. I feel, I'm co- constantly covered in a film. Oh yeah, you're an uptown girl. I forgot uptown about that. girl. You are <laughs> Spanish uptown. Harlem, living the life in Spanish Harlem, I mean, living life just like a movie star. There is a road in Spanish. Oh, that's such. A yes, good, I love that song. Wait, wait, which song was this? Spanish Maria, Harlem. Maria, Maria. No, I'm saying there is a rose in Spanish. Oh. Harlem. <laughs> do you know this? Do, does anyone know that the Elton John? <laughs> we were singing too. two different Spanish Harlem songs. <laughs> yeah. Here's a here's a third. It's an Elton John deep cut. Oh. And now I know Spanish Harlem are not just pretty words to see. Elton? Elton. Elton. Elton's no, I felt like I feel like Elton was here. I When's Elton gonna you, die? When's he Oh, oh man. Don't bring sorry, that up here. Sorry, sorry, I went there. Okay. You went <laughs> there and we loved it. <laughs> no. We wanna talk about the legends dying. The legends oh. dying. You know who's gonna be a sad one? Who? Stevie Dubs. Stevie? Stevie Dubs. Yeah, now Stevie I think Dubs. Oh I, I had to Think, okay, Dubs. My Dubs. first yeah. Stevie, Stevie Dubs. W wonder. We Not know. that Stevie Dubs isn't like maybe the one, the one Stevie to rule all Stevies. Mm-hmm. But whenever I hear Stevie, oh, I next. think next. Oh, whenever any of the the, the Max and the Fleets die, I whenever once that happens, I'll be a wreck. No, Joni. When Joni passes, when oh Joni my dies. God, oh yeah, no. Everyone a... always talks about that. 
Everyone's always like, God, when Joni Mitchell well, goes, was, I'm like, stop saying that. She was when Joni Mitchell dies, like, oh, it will right, just well, be like a breeze through the plains. Yes. And like every wildflower will quiver. Yeah. Quiver. Yes. And they'll make a sound like a flute. Yeah. And like, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll know. And the caves will echo. It'll be. When Joni dies, the plants will know first. Yeah. And every child in Canada will be orphaned. And Mark Wahlberg oh will flee the town yeah. that he lives in with his family. <laughs> these plants are talking. These yeah. plants are talking. Peter, um, we are going to ask you what we ask all of our guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is, what was the culture that made you, a young Peter, think culture is for me? Yeah, so it's the culture that made you say to yourself, you know what? Now I'm ready to think about this. Yes, in terms of your growth, um, the film Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, wow. Julie Newmar. Reads. Amazing answer. Reads. I would watch that straight up on a loop. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Because that was like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm. That's, yeah. I was that's like, oh, Legazamo. that's what I'm supposed to. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And then oh, okay. I did. Wow, 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 wow. In wow. terms of what? In terms of like. Like comedy performance or like or like gender, like gender like played around. It with. was just like oh these like guys that are born with a male bod like are mm-hmm. fucking around with shit Love you know it. and like funny performances like good performances yeah mm-hmm. in a real way like f- yeah like in a just like being honest and then like the small town I love a fish out of water yes mm. fish and out of water and those were three fishes out of water of water. <laughs> okay, and this, and you said you mentioned small towns, and does this sort of track back to your origins at all, or no? I mean, I was in like the burbs, small suburbs of Chicago, so yeah, it was a kind of this like, uh-huh. oh, this like community, whatever. But then I did drag in fifth grade. Yes. Wow. <gasps> Wait. Okay. Well, in I'm in sure. what in what capacity? Just oh, like you have to. I have it on YouTube. What? My dad filmed it. <gasps> really? Yeah. Okay. Okay, incredible so that he filmed it. Give us, yeah, very incredible. Yes, uh, give us paint it for us with words. Uh, the blue velvet curtain opens. Oh shit! I am standing with like a blonde, kind of like bump it with that flows down mm. a little bit of a. There's a Gaborness to my look. right, right, right. Like because I'm kind of like Rubenesque, fat fifth grader, <laughs> and like this hair is big and peroxide blonde, and then I have. It's like cape on, and I'm all black covered up. Mm-hmm. And then the beginning of I Will Survive starts. Oh. And I didn't really get the lip sync thing. I was like, no, I'm going to sing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> over I'm the track. Supposed, I'm supposed to sing. Like, this isn't a lip sync. This is like, I will. So I sang over the track, and they're like, you want your mic on? And I was like, of course I want my <laughs> mic on. So I kind of bleeded along with the track. Did this, like, reveal with this cape to, like, this sparkly look. Had someone backstage hand me a boa. It was like a fully produced. Oh my God. Yeah, it's, it's the greatest performance I've ever How had. did this opportunity arise? The fifth grade talent show. Oh, it was yes. a talent show and yeah. you did drag in the talent show. I That's closed incredible. It out. You closed it out of course. Yeah, of you course. Did. Who, what can follow that? Fucking a baton twirler? It was, it was fucking, fucking, bat- fucking the popular girls doing a dance to what? No. Fucking fucking the girls Janet protected Jackson. by Britney. Janet Jackson. All for you, uh, right? Always all for it me. was it was always all for it's you. Such a all good those song. stupid so bitches were doing dance routines no, to all for stop. you. It's a great they all song. were. And guess what? Rule number one hundred and one of culture. Janet Jack- Jackson, Jackson, all for, all for you. you. It wasn't was, for you. No, oh. I did not finish that rule because I don't 
no, that are these rules also opinion? <laughs> can you take them back later? I was exactly gonna say oh, I, I rescind Thank this rule. Thank you, Peter. You can take back any opinion. You can take <laughs> yes. back any opinion, and that includes rules. And we've just built a new rule into the rules of culture. Thank it's you, incredible how cyclical it all is. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Now, <laughs> Peter, mm-hmm. you took it upon yourself. Yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't even like a resourcefulness thing as a fifth grader. You were just like, oh, I'm going to dress this way. Yeah. And and it was just there was no friction about it. You just did it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would wear like skirts at home or whatever, mm-hmm. like just like with my sister, we'd like fuck around. And then like, of course, it, uh, until like middle school, you're not like, well, at least we weren't really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't like boys, girls. No, no, no. Right. So we had this like sleepaway thing where it was like the boys and the girls would sleep separate and mm-hmm. every time that would happen I would be with like the losers because oh. it was like no we didn't have any like dude friends yeah. yeah yeah and then I in fifth grade was like oh no this is hilarious I'm going to do this wow because like I didn't think That's like amazing. oh I need to express this because it doesn't really exist yet but sure. like this is hilarious I'm gonna posit that Around fifth grade, like you're nine, ten, however many years old, but I just distinctly remember fifth grade being like the beginning of what I thought I started to like absorb was like being internalized and like yes, developing within me. It's when you awaken sexually, right? I mean, the majority of people, and it's not that not that it has to do exactly with sexuality, but like you start to become conscious or more conscious of how the world sees you and how you're responding to what you're supposed to be in the world. Yeah. Yes. You get social, so then you get like yes. fucked up. There you go. Exactly. Oh my God, that's it. I remember that was when that was when it all kind of went to hell for me and being self-conscious. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, wasn't, I wasn't there. Like I wasn't the kind of person that was like, oh, this is funny. This is all a construct. I mean, that didn't become, a, that, that didn't <laughs> become like, aware to me until like, I guess like two or three years ago, honestly, where sure. I, th- I actually th- knew what the sentence "gender as a construct" like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was. What it meant. I mean, but th- it just seems like you were very precocious, though, Peter. I, w- I, I guess. Mm. Oh, I was. No, you know, own it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. What does precocious really mean? Like, to me, sometimes a, I think defined. it's like a bad thing. That you're, um, that you're ahead of um your own time. That no, oh God, no. This well, this sucks. It's like a precocious <laughs> child is like. A child who behaves in sort of an advanced manner. In an advanced manner. Okay, I'll it, take yeah. yes, yeah. Yeah. sure. You're an yes. old soul. I was yeah. I told I when I was a kid, people would say that. Yeah, mm. and I'd be like, why? You know, or like, <laughs> shut up, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and, you know. shut up, you. Shut it is up. like an irritating thing to say to someone. Well, when you're a kid, and then it's yeah, like, yeah, mm. you're a really old soul. Like, what does that mean? I'm yeah. not fitting in, and I you're know. calling it out because yeah. I'm yeah. aware of I'm that. I'm something different than. Every- okay, great. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for underlining that. Uh-huh. Chi Wang Fu, um, God, I, I drag for- movies in general. Drag movies yeah. in general, right? Yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire. Well, Except it, some of those are like fucked up. Is RuPaul important to you? RuPaul, the opening of Chi Wang Fu, she like comes down in a Confederate flag dress. Wow! Right? Because right, she's hosting right. this drag competition. Yep, yep, yep. So, and then she doesn't come back. It's like there's this like cameo. From yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone who's like actually an amazing drag queen. Yes. Right, right, right. This movie that then these three straight dudes take on to do but these dilettantes RuPaul right now yes I mean yeah I I don't watch Drag Race Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is there a reason for that no yeah just not interested yeah and then I sometimes I'm I would like seeing it live more yes totally 
Like even like comedy specials, I'm like, this is funny, but like it's so much be in the room. To be live. It's interesting that there's a whole now millions of people that watch RuPaul's Drag Race, mm-hmm. and yeah. the vast majority of them have never been to see drag live. Exactly, which and is wouldn't too bad. Yeah, and wouldn't understand what drag even is live. It's so funny to me, like when people kind of take issue with drag queens for their behavior on the show it's like well you've never been to a real drag show then and you've never right. seen drag because if you think like this is subversive what they're allowed I to know. get away with on vh1 like you um, don't even rose understand pe- what <laughs> rose petals sprinkling from your head yeah sure. right yeah i saw that well you saw that oh you saw us do that live and that was a trip and i've seen money yeah it's like that's kind of t- that was an iconic moment in whatever the yes drag it's race. become um a quite the meme it's become yeah. a very uh, prolific meme. I'd say out of the nine seasons, I'd say it's in the probably top ten iconicized sure. images of totally. the show. Yeah. And like intentionally, like th- like there was a lot of thought put into that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think she knew what she was doing. Totally, totally, totally. Um, yeah. I mean, other drag movies. Some like it hot. Some like it hot. Mm. That was a cl- my grandma told me to watch that. Ooh. Because I would like burn out the two Ong Fu tapes. Then she was like, "Why don't you watch this one?" And then that one is funny. Cuz like Jack Lemmon. In what funny. way is that movie funny? Is it is it is it like it can't get No, the joke is like they're boys actually. Y- right, right, Which right. it just like I don't know, I was I was just like soothed by seeing like dudes with dresses on. And yeah, like, yeah, oh, you yeah. You have yeah. to like exist in this world and like I get that whatever. And mm-hmm. they were doing it. But you then usually the punchline was the thing where it was like, "Oh no, this is I guess bad." Like Mrs. Doubtfire at the ending, it's like you don't do that because then everyone's mad at you and it's very wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So then yeah. it's like you that's liar. Fucked. Yeah, like you deceitful, deceitful all, man. All of it's there. It's kind of fucked. Uh, but the rest of it is great. Mm-hmm. There you go, Sally Fields. Sally. The whole time. The whole time. The whole time. Yeah. You know that line reading. I haven't seen it in a, in a, in a minute. Oh, I've seen oh, it. Oh, I thought you haven't seen it at all. No, no, no. no. Um. Oh my God. Joel was talking to me about that show, Emerald City. Which, oh, which, it's the which, new Wizard of Oz. It's, just, it's like it's like sort of a Game of Thrones layer on top of the, oh. like a Wizard of Oz prequel. <laughs> on what, NBC. Where were our readings? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where, where, why didn't we go into that? Yeah. Um, and apparently, Ozma. So in the in the Frank L. Baum books, Ozma. Uh, I Who's think. That? Who's Ozma? Ozma is like the is like some princess. I'm not. I don't. I don't quite understand the whole lore. mythology. The I lore. don't know her. I don't know her, so thank you, Matt. Um, but Ozma is apparently born a princess and um, mm. longs longs to be uh, a, a boy. Oh, and so there's that journey. But mm-hmm. then in, in so so th- so that so that's very interesting. But then in the sh- the show, for some reason the <laughs> the creative people behind the show took it took it upon themselves to complicate that by having Ozma. Like talk to the Wicked Witch of the West, who is sort of a sympathetic character, and the w- the witch wants to help Ozma transition, but then o- mm. but then the other witches are like, no, Ozma, uh, no, there's the, Oz has to have a princess. So then, for some reason, this is just an added thing. Joel was telling me Oz Ozma's like resigned to staying go, in their gender, going back to yes, being being female. And I was, and then we were just all like, Ugh. why would they do that? I don't know. It's like let's. You know what? This is a this is a Wizard of Oz prequel yeah. in a high fantasy world. Let's let's, let's throw attack in a... gender. <laughs> yeah, let's go in there. <laughs> let's talk about it, right? Yeah. And be so off the mark. Dirty. It's just anyway. Yeah, it's, I think people are like really 
they're trying to get on the ground floor a little bit with that. It's about the next thing. It's like, well, they ate ass on ABC. Yeah. So what do we got to do? <laughs> did they actually? Yes. Where? On how to get away with murder. Oh, Those right. boys ate each other's buttholes. <laughs> That's nice. Right television? up. They ate it right up. Wait, what's that guy's name? Jack Fallahey. Jack Fallahey. And the other one? Connor uh, Rickamora is the guy's oh, name. Who is he, in a... He's actually gay. Yeah. But they play. He's the got cute, a cute face. He's got. They, oh, they're hey. both super cute. Come in fact, on. we went to we went to college. We didn't know him, but we went to college with Jack Valley. I can't. Couldn't point him out. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I couldn't point him out. He's handsome and. Eight ass on television. Eight, <laughs> eight, eight ass on TV, mm-hmm. and you know, for ABC, I guess that was a lot. But so, but now it's funny because they're all. all they're, it's funny that you say that because they're all like, all right. How do we do the next like outrageous thing that yeah. may or may not appropriate it's a whole so group of outrageous. people? Outrageous, yeah. It's, I mean, also the the way that the guy got his butt ate was so funny. I'd like it. they were having dialogue and like making out, and then he, the guy just like flips him over very like, like kind of like cinematically, Cavalier. and the guy just throws his head back and goes, oh, oh yeah, like that. That's how it happens. Cartoon. Uh, yeah, <laughs> explosion. And at home, and at home, all the middle-aged women watching it were like, "Ooh, I felt it on my butt," uh-huh. because uh-huh. he was such a good actor. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then all like, of us are just like kind of watching the the highlight reel, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. I heard the eight ass on television. Did you see this? The eight ass on television. Yeah. Here's the link. Watch this. Yeah. All I but, need is the link. Yeah. So we we never consume it just from the primary. No, it's stories. just like. Rick and Morty eating ass on television. Watch yeah. this. Bunch of watch pervs. This. Rick and Morty gets butt ate by Fallahy. 34 mm. second clip. Yeah. I mean, context? No thanks. I think I think that's my media diet now is just compilation videos. I was I was literally yeah, talking about a compilation video. Wait, what, what was I talking about when I came in? Something. Oh, when you came into the to yeah, the into to this the room into this room to this space. It was a compilation about something. Oh, it was about why Hillary Swank. Why oh no, right, we were why, discussing why no that. one in Hollywood, oh, yeah. why everyone in Hollywood hates that's negative Hillary. content. Why did you it's watch so negative. that? Because listen, he was again, he was interested. I fell for that's... the clickbait. I fell for it, and um, yeah, there are such negative compilations. It's, it's awful. There. It's awful, and I love Hillary Swank so much. And I was like, Do why? You? Yes, I. I'm telling you. You're wondering why everyone else doesn't. I'm wondering. Where, yes, that and I truly was changed by her SNL episode because it had some of my. F- it had a great. She played a good Heidi Klum. She did. She played a great Heidi Klum. She she was. What year was this? Two thousand three or something. She um. She, Long ago. I need to watch her it. Her musical guest was Fifty Cent. Uh, and her, she the first sketch was this morning talk show called the L.A. Face, I think, and it was about the Botox lifestyle and all yes. women had Botox. L.A. Face. <laughs> um, or something, and um, and Hillary Swank played this Botox woman, and um, I'm chuckling. Botox woman. This Botox woman. I'm sorry, and she um, and her story was her character was um, that she uh was operating um, oh no 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 so she was like I work in the in the entertainment industry so I had to get Botox I felt I had to get Botox. And then Maya Rudolph plays the host, and she's like, "Here's a photo of you. Here's a before photo of you, and it's just 
just a really nice looking headshot of Hillary Snake with like a Universal Studios roller coaster behind her. She was like, "Yes, I work in the entertainment industry. I operated the roller coasters." At Universal <laughs> Studios. She was just very committed and good. And I was like, "I love Hillary Swank now. Mm-hmm. I always have." I. It's true. When the, whenever they come on and they host a damn good episode of SNL and they're committed and they can pull it off, yeah. I do have a more respect for them. Definitely. And when they're trashed, I'm done. Christina Aguilera had a good episode. Yes. Yeah, she did. Or she kind of just killed it with that Samantha. Samantha. Impression. She did a really good but Samantha. Like that is, was and that important. was transphobic. Yeah. As and that well. was transphobic I'm too. Dude. Yeah. Like what, Samantha? Uh-huh. I did live. I do live in the, the meatpacking meat district. Yeah. I was like, come on. <laughs> she did a good voice. Did and good also, voice, um, bad. She. Oh, she was also the musical gal. She did one of those like double turns. Oh yeah. Yes. Like I can do it all, but she can do it all. Have you seen Burlesque? Speaking I of love culture that then uh, catapulted me into any new kind height. of <laughs> new height. <laughs> My favorite scene in Burlesque is Cher's like I gotta go home, <laughs> and they're like Cher. You gotta um, do a song. We, yeah, the thing yes. is, we set the lights and we rehearsed. We we, we we it's all ready for you. It's all set up. Mm-hmm. She's like, all right, just one. Yeah. Puts her shit down. Fucking slays yes. this like huge ballad. You haven't you seen haven't the last of me. me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've never seen that. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh my you god. Need to. god. And I That's hear a... Kristen Bell is, plays a great. She does. Monster. There's like a hot guy She's a who's like goddess. always kind of naked, walking around, being like, "Wait, why? What's yeah. his name? What's his name? Oh. He has eyeliner on the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? He's hot. Uh, yeah. Cam Gigandit. Or He's Cam just one Gigandit. of those. Like, you'll see him and you're like, "Oh yeah, you." We someone was trying to make us like you for a while. Yeah, he was. The, but he, it didn't work. he was on the OC as Marissa's like edgy like eh, boyfriend who like maybe was abusive. Not Oliver Trash. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Later on in the season, like right before she like oh, died in a tragic car accident. Oh, it's season three. Okay. Did you watch the OC? I did. Yeah, excellent, excellent. He it's, was on that. It's all on Hulu. Did you know? I did. I did know yeah. because I was watching The Bachelorette the other day and I watched the last episode and then they just started an OC episode and I was like, oh, oh. my God. Because they're like, Sorry. whoever's watching The Bachelorette wants to watch The OC. That's what they really Probably. want. Yeah, or they just need to know it's on here because they're going to be like, oh, I didn't know that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it. Uh-huh. I, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. every, I feel like everyone um, has my this opinion I'm about to share. But no, no, maybe not. I think Cher is Cher's number one. Number one diva for me. Her, no, I've, I've, I've said on the show Celine before, but Cher just has... Oh, Celine. The Celine pers- is... The personality, can't, though. I, I honestly can't rate them. They you can't all have them. their own special... Like, that's Celine, true. you can't compare Celine to Cher. That's true. No, that's you true. can't. It, it's very hard. But Cher has just been, since day one, since yes. Days of Sunny and Cher, like, just this funny, sardonic person, and she's evolved into this, like, caricature, but still, like, so charming in interviews, and, like... God, she was even doing an interview with RuPaul in the in the nineties on on VH1, and she was just so funny. So she's just so she's funny. So makes, funny. She makes fun of herself. She like can handle. She had like a variety show, and yeah. then it was like yep. she went from that to like a pop career, but then she was like an actress, serious an actress. actress. That's and then thing. she did it. It's like she just is like, yeah, I'll do that. Yes. Yeah, I'll do that. I can do that. I'll do that. I'll try that. I She's that. really good at everything. Mm-hmm. And the th- the thing is, like, it, it, you could even debate how good she is at everything. Like, I don't think she's a 10 in any area. But at least she's a but solid she's 8. A, but she's a, clearly a 15 Yeah, and as, she just, as, like, as something altogether. As just, like, you just can't take your eyes off. No. Yeah, yeah. Superstar. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. 
Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister in any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's chime.com forward slash culturistas. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. This is the the irony of ironies is that my father's favorite Western culture song is Believe by Cher. 
and I don't have it in me. He's gay. To tell him, well, I, I don't, I, I can't tell him that Cher is a gay icon and that this is a very queer song because he would just immediately hate it and it would ruin the song for him. So, so and you have this kind of special thing where it's like you could put it on and he'd be like, oh, great. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, great. I, we would both enjoy it so much. Yeah. You, you guys want to know what he calls Would he it? dance to it? He will sing along to it and he doesn't know the actual title of the song because he only refers to it as Bowen play that a la la song, which is his phoneticization of after love, after love. He calls it a la la. Okay. So it's the a la la song to him. It's like, I'm no it's, matter how. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. That so whole good. album. Oh. It is such a gay song. It's oh. it's such a I love song. it. I think Bob the Drag Queen had a bit. We, did you, were you with me when we saw him live, like before that he was at Ron Drag, Drag Race. Race? And he was saying how. Like he was like getting driven around by his mom, and it was when Believe was becoming popular, and you just hear the beginning of it, like they're like, dew, dew, dew. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. he just like felt something change yeah, in him yeah. when it played, and his mom knew like, oh shit, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have a gay kid. It is a very sort of seminal album. Yeah, I will say. Oh yeah, and then well, there really wasn't that much else on that album though. Taxi, taxi was a song. Song for the this is, song. this is the song for the, for the lonely. Yeah. Was yeah. that on that song album? Song for the on that album. Oh great! Well then, I love. Um, I mean, I just want to say, share. She I had like wintry blonde hair on the album cover, right? No, it was black. Oh okay. Um, but I just want to say the children have forgotten share because now it's like, oh, she tweeted something so funny. Yeah, that like, is a shame. <laughs> yeah, it's like she has such a massive canon of stuff to yes. watch. Where it's like you put her into YouTube, it's like, this is from 1960. It's like, fuck. It's yeah. like she walks out like in a f- 60 years of shit to watch. 60 years yeah. of shit to watch. And not to like just objectify or anything, but her body. Oh, my, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, beyond. On Sunny and was just like, just, just so like, snatched. Lean, so snatched. Just like cigarettes and cocaine yes. Yes. body. And that, but the but it was so beautiful. And the, the oh, hair, the way the hair beautiful. fell. Beautiful. I mean, just a dream. That's Rue's number one, is Cher. Is Cher. Yeah. But, and, but, she, but she's so smart and funny and charming and yes. I can't get over it. There's, there's just two. You don't know where to start with Cher. I've never seen Moonstruck. I've never seen it either. Whoops. Have you? She's just like a joy to watch yeah. do <laughs> talk. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I believe anything you say and you're dealing with this right now. Mm-hmm. Like even burlesque, I'm like, this is a great performance, Cher. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm you sure. are dropped in. I'll she never forget. In. The, I love to do the monologue that Cher gives to Christina Aguilera when Christina Aguilera is sitting there like, I don't know how to do my makeup. Uh-huh. And <laughs> Cher's like, come here. Yeah. My mother would say, you're doing your makeup just like painting a canvas, except you're painting a face. And Christina like gets it. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh. And then she becomes a superstar. Yeah. A full star. Uh, raise the curtain. Yeah. Wow. Raise wow. the curtain when she goes, ha, yeah, she, ha, yeah. ha. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, Cher's like, hold on. And everyone's like, wait, the girl qua? can growl. Qua? Qua? <laughs> All qua? It, the mark of a great singer and vocalist is a, a, a growler. Growl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine like the power going out and then someone doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, no, let's keep this going. And then the band's like, I guess we'll play. Oh, God. <laughs> How can we keep up with her? Dust off his own instruments. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember wow. like me being a little gay 12 year old. There was growls in everything I sang. Oh, like pretending to be Kelly Clarkson singing, that was how I learned what Show vocalization was. Is that a Kelly Clarkson yeah. song? For a moment like this, <laughs> well, you know she did it. Yeah, she started at the growl. 
You always start at the growl if you're a pop star. When she came to prominence on that show was when she sang R-E-S-P-E-C-T. And she did, no, no. She was, like, giving you growls and riffs and I'm going to say, and this is an opinion I will not take back. <laughs> growls are gimmicks. Growls are gimmicks. They are gimmicks. <laughs> yeah. But they work. Sometimes it's like, hell yeah. But sometimes it's like, oh, we don't need that. Fine. No, yeah, I think <laughs> I think I I don't think you ever need it, but I do like to like to hear it because it makes me laugh. Well, I, I think singing should be funny. Singing should be funny. That's it, true. It should definitely give you joy. It should absolutely do that. It should oh spark my God. joy. It should spark joy. Um, you cannot. Were throw you, it out. <laughs> you were can't you throw hesitating to make that a cultural rule? I didn't, wanna, gimmicks? I didn't want to make it a cultural rule because I'm sure I'll, I I want the people to come for me on social. Because I want to have a wow. discussion about this, but um, so I don't, I don't, I don't want to canonize with a community. It. You just kind of want to spark. I do want to spark. You know what? This is people are really tweeting at us their opinions, and they get really impatient with us when we don't have new episodes, which we love because please, we want you to clamor for this. <laughs> Wait, oh, yeah, baby. what did I? Someone read us for we did something wrong. Oh, because you, we we butchered the the synopsis for Three's Company. Yeah, apparently I actually didn't know what Three's Company the television show was about. What did you say it was? About? I said it was he was a straight guy who pretended to be gay to live with those two women. No, which I just believe. What is it? Wholesale. What is it? Weren't they just like living together? I think that's. I don't right. think that's, that's enough for a show. I'm sorry, I don't think that's enough for a show. Well, it was like there was a lot of stuff that's not enough for a show. It was different back well, then. What? Charlie's Angels. I mean. Yeah, that's... three women who are fierce with guns. Yeah, I mean that's a. T- Fine, fine, and you never see Charlie. I love it. Yeah. Yes, make it a movie. That's you know what you're right. That's feminist. <laughs> they should. They, they should, should they make, should it, make a it a movie, movie. They, and they should make another one after that. Yeah. Yes. Full throttle. Full throttle. Um, I loved Charlie's Angels movie. Me too. Yes, I'm me just, too. I kind of just got lost thinking about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I like, had the DVD, oh. and I just loved. I kind of loved that the sequel was just beat for beat the same movie. As the first one, like Cameron I Diaz, love them both. Like Cameron Diaz has like a dance, like scene <laughs> yep. with 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 Luke Wilson and. Remember when Cameron? I'm sorry to no, please. derail the train, but Cameron Diaz is Miss Hannigan. Oh, I never saw. I Annie. never <laughs> saw that because you know what? I thought it would make me Just violently ill. Really weird. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's kind of it's kind of it, it's amazing. You think Carol Burnett? You think Cameron Diaz? <laughs> like of all people. <laughs> I mean, you think like. Uh, it, it, it's just str- like Jane Lynch in the Broadway version, mm. and then Cameron Diaz yeah. in the film adaptation. Oh my god! Like nothing about it makes sense. Nothing about it makes sense, but it's kind of hilarious, though. Yeah, because what else? I mean, who else? Who else was miscast in that movie? Who's who played? Oh no, no, Jamie Foxx's Daddy Warbucks. Jamie Foxx's Daddy Warbucks. Rose Byrne so was what's yes, the face? yes, yes. Kevon Janae Wallace was Annie. Annie. I, I heard. Which, I, how was she? Was she good? Well, she like can't her? sing. She can't yeah. sing. The movie was not good. Right. Oh, right. I, you could argue that everyone was miscast. But you it. want you wanted to root for it though, sort of from the side. I mean, Jamie Foxx is talented. Yes, definitely. Kevon Rose Byrne is. The most talented and beautiful, so talented, smooth so beautiful. creature in the world. Incredibly smooth. And then Vangeline Wall is talented, but it's just kind of like Cameron Diaz, I guess, yes, is talented. You had the stars. You didn't align them. Here's no. the thing. Cameron Diaz has star quality. I don't know if she's talented. Talented in terms of versatile no. acting, giving you everything. I think that she, when she's directed well, 
can be phenomenal. Like I think that my best friend's my wedding. best friend's wedding is oh, yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's amazing in it. That was her first fucking role. Well, after the I mask, the oh, mask after the mask, after the mask, mask. I'm and sorry, she was sorry. good in the mask. She did yeah. what she needed to do in the mask. Yeah. And then best friend's wedding, it's like that so whole good. movie relies on that you buying yeah. that character. That and you also have to like her, Julia Roberts, you like too, despite that character being awful as well. I think my best friend's wedding is like one of the un- underrated great romantic comedies. Well, it was like a it. it weirdly set a template that was never followed again. Does that make sense? Yes. Like it was like, oh, this is the way. But then no one But then ever, no one ever did that, yeah. right? It's like it was a romantic comedy that like was ultimately sort of a tragedy in the end. Like yeah. there was there wasn't another guy yeah. for her to go to. She was kind of like she, right. Yeah, like she it was a tragedy spinster. like spinster. She was a spinster. Say it to Bowen. <laughs> yeah, she, she dies. Spinster. She dies at the end. She dies at the end. She gets cabin. crushed by the cake. <laughs> That's yeah, what a spinster yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then no, but then yeah, like no one ever really Followed that. Is this the? Was that? Wait. Did the, the moment I wake up before? Was that in that? Yeah, was in that. Rupert Everett. That is a iconic moment in this. Many iconic movies moments in that. Also, I always say one of my favorite scenes in any romantic comedy. Well, the opening's great, Uh but it's when Cameron Diaz, like Dermot Mulroney, has like run away. Yeah. And Cameron Diaz has trusted Julia Roberts to go ask him what's wrong. Yeah. And Julia is, of course, you know has her hijinks. Yep. She goes back yeah. and she's going to tell Cameron that he's not, doesn't want to be with her anymore. Yep, so yep, the yep. way that she does this is she does this creme brulee analogy. Yeah. She says, you're creme brulee. You're mm-hmm. perfect. You're irritatingly perfect. Suddenly, he realizes he doesn't want creme brulee. Yeah. He wants something else. Cameron goes, what does he want? <laughs> Jello. And she's like, I could be Jello, and Julia's yeah. like, "You're never gonna be Jello." It's, in, it's an insane scene. It's so good, but they're so good. They're so good. They're it, both, I mean, it's such a weird scene, but they're so they're good. They're both so good. And Cameron Diaz will never be Jello. Yeah, she will never be Jello. She'll She's like, be "I have to be Jello," and also the one of the great iconic moments in that movie, which I think made her a star, was the karaoke scene. Yes. I don't really remember. But I, starts, I remember, I can see like the kind of shot of her like jumping around. She's maybe. petrified. And Julia Roberts thinks the way that she's going to break her down is by making, making her, her sing, sing karaoke. In front of all these people. And she's petrified. And she really starts to cry and break down when she realizes she has to. And, and she's like, she starts off super shaky. She's nervous. She's about to like fully break down. But then like eventually she wins everybody in the room over and then it's she's a just so endearing yeah. it's a triumphant ending and then like it, uh, like Julia Roberts' character is like fuck and it's because Cameron Diaz is endearing in a real way wow I mean you know what like talking about this now I'm just like yeah like Cameron and in Charlie's Angels too like full star she does not get the, get the credit she deserves no she jumps actor. off that screen I mean there was a reason why she was like number one for a minute yeah mm-hmm. she was she her really salary was. was up there she was getting paid like 20 mil out of all out of all three Charlie's Angels. she was making the most money she was I saw the sweetest yeah. thing in theaters mm. with like a babysitter and I was too young it was like a rated R movie yeah yeah it was yeah. like let's see this movie <laughs> and then there was a scene where like her mouth or like Someone's mouth gets caught on a dick or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like the tongue ring gets caught on his dick. There's something yes, where it's yes, like yes. the shot is her mouth over a dick for like 10 minutes of trying to get like a dick out of this person's <laughs> mouth. And then my babysitter was like, don't tell your parents yep. I took you to see this movie. And I was like, I won't. But then we were like chuckling about it. But it was this like secret, oh, cool. Yeah, I'm not telling my parents saw this dirty movie. I'm nine. Yeah, or whatever the you, hell. You gotta though, because oh my god, yeah, this this happened with me with um something about Mary, mm-hmm. and yes, the it cum was in the hair, the cum in the hair, and it was just all these. It was like 
three Chinese families at a dinner party, and we were all like, let's watch a movie. And I was like, yeah, like, what, seven? Mm. And then they, they played it, and I just did not understand what was going on with the cum in the hair thing. And they were like, yeah, it's gel. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um, oh, but Cameron has... It's also, gel. <laughs> you mentioned the sweetest thing, which brings me to another rule of culture. Yes. It's rule number 34 of culture. Christina, Christina Applegate, Applegate always, always steals, steals the, the movie. movie. Oh. Always. Always. Yeah, I always. can, yeah, okay. Yes. She's the great icon of our time. She's the great. Wait a minute. Am I thinking of Christina Applegate when I think of Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter. That is dead. the ultimate. If I could be in any remake of anything, <gasps> it would be that. That should be you. Like, can you imagine just like babysitting them? Like, no, now I'm in corporate fashion. And I, like, oh, uh, oh, God, how do I juggle this? Like, are <laughs> I you think kidding? Only Give you me could, that script. Only you could do it. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, Peter. Only you could do it. It's get, get so them. good. And then she has like a fashion show at her house. Yeah, she's like pretend, she's like playing a forty-year-old woman with kids. Yeah, she's like sixteen. Yeah, uh, it's amazing. But you buy it. You you, you buy totally it. buy it because she's like twenty-five, yeah. but playing an eighteen-year-old, so she looks old. It's just perfect. Yeah, that was like while she, I guess while she was doing Married with Children. I oh yeah, so when they were like, "You're a star," but then she. She is. She's she is. funny. She is. Talk about staying power. Oh yeah. Like and now she's a star of the stage. She's on Broadway. Wait, yeah. What, what she did Sweet Charity. Charity. She oh, was nominated yes. for a Tony. Which she did. Oh yeah. She like what like ten years ago, right? It was a while back. Yeah. But yeah, she was nominated for a Tony for Sweet Charity. That's Famously right. broke her foot during a performance and finished the right. whole week of shows. I yeah. remember. <gasps> yeah. I think Christina Applegate is going for that egot. What is she? I don't know. Does I don't, don't think she has she any of them. She doesn't have anything. But like, think about what she's done. She's 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 done Broadway. She's <laughs> obviously done movies, TV, and maybe she and she can sing. She is one where I would love to see that happen. Yes, I would love to see Christine Applegate one day like blow everyone away and win an Oscar and yes. like in like yeah. a sort of you don't see it coming, but it happens way like I guess for Jennifer Hudson it happened sure. like, like that. Like a Mickey Rourke way where it's like, exactly oh, like, where it's like return to the top. Yes. And you know who else? Matthew McConaughey. You know who I think it will happen for? Matthew McConaughey is a perfect example. Yeah, but who? Judy Greer. Oh, But to me, Judy Greer is like, of like, Vener- like she, everyone, everyone loves her. Yeah, like everyone's you can't deny. a fan of her. Yeah, I think, but she has to start that inflection now. Like she has to start turning that ship around. Not that it's going anywhere yeah. bad, but it's like she should start. She that was in campaign. The Descendants. Oh right! She had like a big dramatic part in that movie, The Descendants, with George Clooney, which I think was a shit movie. Which uh-huh. was like eight years ago. Though, yeah, right? I guess you're right. It was a long time ago. Yeah, that movie was like every sad dad. Yeah, yeah I like, hate that. Like, well, I oh. just I've realized that Alexander Payne movies are insufferable. Oh, they're the worst. Well, it's like George Clooney is like playing a Hawaiian, horrid. Who did? Uh, <laughs> who did? Uh, what's the f- Aloha? Oh, 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 God, Cameron Crowe. Cameron Crowe. Oh, yeah, okay. Cameron Crowe, who, man, I used to love. <laughs> Why did you used to love him? Because Jerry Maguire was just like. Okay, really J- Jerry Maguire, Jerry super Maguire. permissible. Almost famous, not permissible for me. Well, okay, explain. They. I secretly love Almost Famous. I don't like that movie. It doesn't hold up because of the gay panic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's gay panic in yeah. it? I haven't. I think you've seen like a part of it, I think. The, the plane scene. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. What's they the hack thing? they hack a joke it up when they they all think they're going down in the plane, like all of Stillwater's yeah, like yeah, on yeah. this plane and the plane's crashing and they're all like telling each other their secrets and the one guy's like, I'm gay and then the plane writes itself yep, 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 and they're yep, yep, like yep, yep. It's, 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 <gasps> I know. And it's, it's this like comedic climax of the movie and it's like really Okay, you're right. You know what? I rescind my opinion. 
You can do and that. And you can do that. You can do that. Here. Here. It's a rule. Um, oh, and also, um, I like hate love, love, hate, whatever, Elizabeth Town. Really? Especially with, no. especially with fucking Paula, Paula Dean acting. Paula Dean is acting in that she, movie? Yeah. She's, she, she plays his aunt. Which I, right. me- I remember thinking like, what? wow, like because I loved food celebrity. I what? loved celebrity chefs. Yes, me too, I was me like, too. It was food like, celebrity. I love calling them food celebrities. I was trying to think of the other like day. Like Katy Perry, talk- a food celebrity. I was thinking of a joke walking up the, it was like, oh, the- I'm a celebrity chef. And then it was like, no, I'm a celebrity's chef. And I was like, that's not <gasps> funny, but it- I will think of it and then uh, throw it away. I think there's there's something there. There's, there's something, something there. there. But Paula Dean was a celebrity chef. Yeah. Yes. And then she was a mom in a film. <laughs> And I remember thinking, like, wow, you've made the jump from, like, your set, your home in Savannah, Georgia, uh-huh. to now this, like, film with Kristen, Kristen yeah. Dunst, like, playing her mom. Yeah. It's, I mean, I oh, can't. I, did you know this? Paula Dean used to be agoraphobic. Like, she would yes. not leave the house. Like, she was a shut-in. Mm-hmm. She was a, a terrified that of going That explains a lot of her comments. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, she, I'm, not, I'm saying she's still, like, a disgusting, demon. Poison, poisonous demon. <laughs> succubus but um it's uh, but it's, i just find her fascinating and yeah. it's just so funny that she's in elizabeth town and she's like she's like oh you like that, that. like she's just <laughs> no. stupid um oh wait no 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 you, i can't i watched elizabeth town recently it was uh, on the apartment and it's i thought horrible. and i thought oh there's obviously like 10 minutes left the movie went on for an hour and a half <laughs> I was like, if it's felt like the end the whole it's time. It's like a two and a half hour movie. And then at the oh, end, no, when the when end. Susan Sarandon does that dance. Wait, Susan Wait, Sarandon's no, what are you in talking it? About? Elizabethtown. Susan Sarandon plays uh, Orlando Bloom's mother. Really? Yes, and okay. she does a dance at the end on the stage. Oh. Positive, and then everything starts to in come like a down. Ricky and the Flash kind of thing. Oh, did you see it? <laughs> I did not. Oh, I hear my. it's horrible. It's like she's she's doing it. Wait, <laughs> listeners well. of Las Culturistas, confirm this. Susan Strandon like gets up on stage and does a dance. It's like her ex husband, who's Orlando Bloom's fa- father's like funeral or something. Yeah. And then something happens what? where the the like hanging pieces from the ceiling start to fall. Oh no! Too much. Too stuff. much. But it's bizarre. But see, that's not the end. And the whole time, Kirsten Dunn's taking pictures yeah, okay, that okay. don't exist. Right, right, yeah, right, right, that right, was right. her kind of thing. It was like she's a photographer. She's a photographer. Oh, but that that movie was the origin of the term. MPDG. Yeah, manic pixie dream girl. Like I, really? I forgot which critic coined that phrase, but it was. I thought based... it was for Garden State. No, that she's lumped in with that. She's lumped in with that because yeah. Elizabethtown is so derivative of Garden State. But yeah, this... are they both in New Jersey? No, that Elizabethtown is in Kentucky. Oh, it's a southern thing. Yeah, hence the dean. Hence the dean. Hence the. Well, hence what, the what was it? What was it? How you look just like <laughs> yeah. your your yeah. father. Like yeah, I don't yeah, even. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. fun. How you look like your daddy. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Thank daddy. you. Thank you. It looks like your daddy. That's my Paula Dean impression. In Orlando Bloom. I. Here's the thing about Orlando Bloom. He was naked. He was naked recently with his dick out, like Mm -hmm. very near to Katy Perry's back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you have a story about him. Oh, I've told it on the pod before. Okay, tell me later. He was screaming (laughs) crazy in the McDonald's. He was, yeah, he was in front of me at McDonald's at three in the morning on Fourteenth Street. Oh, and he was just screaming and just, um, just yelling at the the people behind the counter about, uh, like he was like, "Why aren't you feeding this homeless person who is standing next to me?" He was advocating for the homeless. Okay, but. Not gracefully. Right. Other any like other Katy Perry. Hmm. Katy Perry. Like a Katy Perry, lacking L- grace. Lacking grace, but 
with questionable intentions. <laughs> um, okay, let's take this moment now to read off one of our rules of culture. Yes, that... it's a fan submitted rule of culture. Yes, and um, let me let me just pull this right now. Oh, I think which that's... fan? Um, I believe this is this is oh, from a... um, our very good friend. Sudi Green. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. Sudi when I was getting the coffee th- uh, two days ago. Oh, where? Was it at uh, Variety for Variety or whatever? No, it was in, uh, I was on my way to work, and I stopped at the Whole Foods on Bedford and Forth. Uh-huh. There you go. And I got a coffee there. Yeah. Because they had yeah. the almond milk I like. Ah. So she walks in from swimming, and she's like, oh, my God. And we had kind of a convo in line. Yeah. And yeah. it was just kind of like, a, uh, enjoy your day. Oh, Seeing comedians nice. first thing in the morning is the best. I see it's, Annie Donnelly sometimes. Oh, oh my God. she's a treat to it's us. It's a treat. We gotta get treat. her. We gotta get her on. We will. That will be a wild fucking joy. coaster. Yeah. of an episode. Annie Donnelly. Did you get? Did Did Annie Donnelly read you? I no, I didn't put my name on that thing yet. Okay. Okay. Well, she's done. She, the library's closed. Okay, she that's said. fine. But I mean, she's just comedian Annie Donnelly recently posted on Facebook. Oh, Comment on this or like this status, and I'll read you like a fucking drag queen. <laughs> and so a lot of people uh, commented and liked it, and they got read. Now, what did she say about you, she, Bowen? She said about me. Um, here, here was her read. I'm gonna try to. I might. I'm gonna paraphrase. She goes. Do your parents know your secret? No, not that you're gay, that you're honestly trying to break into the podcast circuit. <laughs> Which I loved. I loved it. I loved it. Um, she said about me, uh, Matt Rogers, if I ever want to find out what's happening in pop culture, I just have to go to your feed. If I ever want to find out everything I ever need to know about you, I need to talk to you for five minutes, you loud bitch. <laughs> She's so Read! So, oh, she just cuts it down. She cuts it down. You gotta love. God. This is our, our, our second fan-submitted rule of culture mm-hmm. from Sudi Green. Rule number 891. <sighs> So many. The sibling of a pop star may have one good album, and that is it. So I, I, I have questions about this. Your exhale there. Burden. Because burden I, of a rule. Burden of a what a burden of a rule. Because I was like, yeah, okay, sure. But then, Ashley Simpson. No, no. Ashley well, Simpson, she had one. Metamorphosis. No, no autobiography. Right, autobiography. Whatever. That's Hilary Duff. Metamorphosis was Hilary Duff. They've all gone through changes. But um, yeah. no, Solange. Would you count? I would count Solange as a sibling of a pop star who has. <laughs> I I would too. <laughs> who has transcended that sort of label and released her own body of work that is. Also, to be honest, there is Janet Jackson. Of course, yeah. You yeah. can't. You know what this so, rule? Sudi, I boo. <gasps> wow, are we refusing to? I don't refuse it, but it's just there are such good exceptions exceptions to this rule yeah. such as Janet Jackson there you go yeah you know what Sudi I'm sorry we reject this rule we reject this rule guys the stakes are high 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 if even if you submit um, a rule of culture for us to include um, and canonize there's a chance that we will reject it outright and that's not that's not on us that's on you and you have to go to bed with that Absolutely, okay. absolutely. Because mm-hmm. we don't work for you. Mm-hmm. We work uh-huh. for Forever Dog Podcast Network. Yes. <laughs> now, Peter, um, tell us a little bit more. <laughs> you are making a face. Tell uh, us. About. Okay, you're going. I saw you on the street. Uh-huh. You were wearing this. 
beautiful pink shirt. Oh. And what? You don't want to talk about this. See, now now all of a sudden <laughs> no, bashful, I was, I was, but you I was came in your here shirt. Said, I was looking at your shirt. Okay, are we talking oh. about Joanne? Yes, we are. Okay. We're talking about Joanne. So, so Peter is wearing this pink shirt that says 2004, 64th Sturgis Rally, Live to Ride, Ride to Live, SD, South Dakota, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's got a beautiful- It's bright pink. Beautiful, hot, rowdy motor, motorcycle there. Um, bright pink. Looks fantastic on Peter. Thank you. And I said to them, oh, no, I think they even said, um, this is just giving off Joanne vibes. Because like, I was looking at your shirt. Let's all, for the listeners at home, okay. Bowen is wearing a Lady Gaga brand T-shirt. Yes. It's a black shirt with just a simple yes. embroidered because Lady Gaga. She, she is simple now. <laughs> and she, she scaled it back. She's, she's tr- pared it down now. Yep. And I am wearing this shirt that, because when I was a, well, whatever, along I-90. Mm-hmm. Which, which, is, uh, which is in what state? It's a highway that goes through many states, but it's how you get from Chicago to Montana. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I we would drive a lot as a kid, and we would get Sturgis. It was like we would always drive, and Sturgis is this motorcycle rally. And so for most of the trip, it'd be like surrounded by thousands of motorcycles mm. on this road. This highway and it was like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck because they oh, just wow. were like boom past for a long time. It's jarring, yeah. So I drove there a few years ago and I got this shirt because I was mm-hmm. like, cute. Yeah. It was a <laughs> gas station and then I saw your shirt and then I have anxiety about this shirt because it's jo it's like Joanne. Because it's pink. The aesthetic of Joanne. Sure. Which Her is, look of Joanne. It's like girly. Like girly, like Western wear. Yes. Girly Americana. Yeah. Sure. Okay. And she looks good, but I just was like, oh, this is like now, unfortunately, she's branded my, you know, yeah. image of this. Which right. She's done her job. She took that from you. But yeah. I, I wouldn't have made that connection necessarily. And, well, but now you've imprinted Well, that obviously, on me. it's in. And, and Peter, a couple weeks ago, um, Peter has a great Instagram story. It's 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 one of the superior ones out there, I will say. But Peter had wow. high praise a sequence of a sequence of um, images one night mm-hmm. of Lady Gaga photos, mostly during the art pop slash cheek to cheek era, <laughs> yes. where she was wearing a lot of caftans, a lot mm. of. Mm-hmm. Um, she had just lost one of her. Uh, costume designers, art directors, Nicola Fulmichetti, who who went on to work for Mugler, I think. But she was, was working for Oh, he was already Sorry. working for Mugler. We no, can no, get no. into the semantics of all of this. We can, sure. we can, we can. But basically she was sort of she was sort of at sea with her aesthetic for exactly. a while. And she was wearing a lot of really funny, goofy things. I think it was sort of I think it's sort of perfect. Like it, it reflects the messiness of that time for her. But she was also she she'd also sort of put on some weight. She like filled out a little bit, and Peter was just, just viciously posting these photos. It wasn't it was not vicious. Okay, fine, fine, fine. I'm sorry. There okay. was like five pictures of her in these looks where she, I guess, is like, it was un- unflattering. Some of them were unflattering. <laughs> <laughs> One of them was unflattering. Yes, yes. Um, but I laughed, and I didn't. I, I didn't necessarily think, "Oh, this is a malicious thing." But I said, "Peter, these these Lady Gaga." I texted Peter as like these Lady I mean, Gaga photos. If that she is a vessel to I don't know. Like, <laughs> I put we all. I mean, I think we put some stuff emotionally into her. Where like some Absolutely. point, and that time uh-huh, uh-huh. of her like eating a lot and like wearing dumb outfits. Dumb outfits. I'm gonna say it. Dumb. They were dumb outfits. We because can say that. she was. At sea, without yes. someone to say like, "Wear this; it's really cool." Right, right, right. right. <laughs> um, and which people need to know that she had a 
great team working for. Right. And I don't know. I was just feeling it. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, okay, mood. I'm not taking you to task for this necessarily. I just thought it was very funny and it affected me because I, I just, I do have this emotional investment. And so I texted Peter and I said, um, I forgot what I said. You're like, what is this? What is this? But then they said, um, oh, I, this is just a, like a, this re- is reflecting my weight journey. I was like, well, me too, because I feel like I'm going through this now where I'm like, it's summer. I, I'm, I can't fit into my shorts from last year, all mm-hmm. this stuff. And I think this is a conversation worth having. We've talked about bodies before. Yes. Weight, <laughs> weight journeys through the lens of Gaga. Sure. Just in general. Well, this is like, yes. and then after this time period of these like outfits, she had her like, my body is, you know, like yeah, yeah, Adele yeah. can be fat, but I can't thing oh, that she said. Remember yeah, she that said was that? Pretty yeah, that messy. was pretty That was kind of weird. Yeah. It was weird. and It was obviously come out of a crazy insecurity. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, it's like, I mean, how would you react if everyone's talking about your body? I mean, t- talk about like, oh, yeah, it is such a weird time because it's like, eh, I guess not the beginning of the summer anymore. No. But it's just past that point where it was like, well, I really didn't get ready for the summer. In terms of my body, and now it's like in too terms late. of like the social events where then you yeah. are judged on how you look like without any clothes. On. Yes, sure, but yes. I didn't even. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just at that point now where it's like okay, it's July. Like this is it for this summer. I mean, again, I didn't do it. I didn't get it right for the summer again, and this is what it is. Sure. I saw you both in midriff bearing. Tees last night. Sure. Well, I saw Sluck in midriff bearing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that know, wasn't. I don't us. know. The, that was okay. Sluck. That, okay was, that was Sluck. I need. I didn't know like the persona. Sluck right. for everyone that's listening that doesn't know is Bowen and I's um, garbage dance duo. Garbage dance duo. We lip sync to trashy songs and uh, pieces of little and clips, bites. and it's disgusting. We have a full face of makeup and uh, little shitty shirts and we go out in our underwear and we and we, we lip sync and perform. So Peter saw us last night. And I was going to say you both looked gorgeous. Oh, thank but you. But this uh, Gaga weight journey, I was feeling it and I was like, okay, this is the only thing that can just like sum up what I'm feeling right now. Okay, that, well, that's fair. Because I was like trying on outfits for a show and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. And then... These pictures of her just like chilling, walking out of a plane, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then like the weird cheek to cheek stuff where, but she, she was wearing did, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like wore an afro. It's like you can't. What are you? Oh doing? yeah, she was going crazy there for a minute. It was really strange. Sure. And that bad. like that like black, black like afro. afro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Curly afro. Yeah. I kind of loved it. She sang "Bang Bang" in that. She right? Yes. "Bang Bang." My baby shot me down. Yeah, and, yeah. And in kind nice. of a my cousin Vinny yes. sort of thing. Or even um, even a Moonstruck thing, yeah. Um, or or like share at the Oscars for Moonstruck, like gigantic, gigantic wig. black wig. Um, no, yeah, she sang "Bang Bang My Baby Shot Me Down" live <laughs> with Tony Bennett. Um, it wasn't a duet, but she sang it herself, and I've gotten so much mileage out of just covering her rendition of that at the duet. You really have so much. Mileage. It's a showstopper. Have you ever seen Bowen sing no. that song? You, I, I thought you've seen me do this. Okay, well, next time. Here's what I think we have to do. I think Las Cotrices has to do a live show. At the duplex at some point, yes. and oh, we yeah. have to have Bowen's performance of Bang Bang. Bang I would love a music- shot me down. I would love a musical um, episode themed live show. Yeah, not not musical theater. I just mean like uh, like songs or sort we of could we could uh, we do know a pianist. We know a pianist. Yeah. We're familiar with a pianist. We've got many singers, friends who are singers. Oh my god, have you heard Peter sing? Yes, I have. But, but no, off uh, torn. 
By Natalie Imbruglia? Yes. Natalie oh my God. I was going to bring this up earlier. Peter at their show, um, was it Chum's Jubilee? Mm-hmm. Sings the most hauntingly beautiful wow. rendition of Torn by Natalie That's Imbruglia. Kind. Um, it's a good song. It's a great song. Oh my God. It's so, the lyrics are so good. It's a classic song. Gaga's got to cover it on Cheek to Cheek too. <laughs> No, only the standards. It's cheek to cheek, but it's cheek. a two. Right, right, right. And it's, it's... and Tony Bennett's dead, <laughs> long dead. He's been long dead. Long and she's just nerd. wheeling him around. There you go. I mean, it kind of felt like that at some point. Oh, definitely. She's like Tony. It was weird. <laughs> the Grammy. She's like, I love Tony. And then I think Tony Bennett really does think Lady Gaga's first name is Lady. I think so too. And in in all the songs, he's like Lady. <laughs> the I think this cheek to cheek body time was when she started doing like plastic surgery on her face. Oh sure, she certainly looks different because she got she got lip injections. I think. Yep, but she got Botox too. There was some she like did a Frank Sinatra performance something like that, and it was like her face was she's gotten a facelift. Different, sure, sure, sure. And that was like a turning point yes. for me. I remember being like, "Whoa, your face is now new." Yeah, her it face looks is now different new, than it was. Yeah, but there is still a sort of Streisand-esque quality about yes. her profile that it, the nose is just juts out and it's very bold and sharp. And I like that. I think I think she still maintained the essence. And the thing about Gaga is like there were so many years where you didn't really know where she looked like. You know what I mean? Like when she mm-hmm. first came out, her bangs were so in her face, and like yeah. she was in such heavy costume. Like you never and, and such intense makeup. Like you never really got a sense of what she looks like. And so now I feel like people don't really talk about Gaga and how much plastic surgery she has or hasn't had because yeah. her face because wasn't really a part of the thing. It wasn't because That's... she did like she would like contour differently some mm-hmm. days, and it was like your face looks different. She would line her lips crazy some days. Yeah. Like you, you really didn't have a sense of what her quote-unquote makeup-free face looked like until maybe, like, you and I, mm. where she just, like, wasn't wearing anything. Or even Bad Romance was the first time that it was unobstructed. It was, like, oh, there's not a fucking, like... Bang. Yeah, like, not a banger, uh, you know, like a fucking... iPhone. Chrome iPhone on your face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean... That, and that's kind of that's kind of brilliant on her part, I will say, that she, like, kept the image so... Whatever, flexible. Okay. Um, but I, I didn't mean to force this weight conversation on all three of us. No, no, no. I mean, Listen, I'm down. I, I just feel, I was thinking to myself, like, because I've been thinking about it, and I was thinking to myself, imagine looking in the mirror and being like, fuck yeah. Some people do that. I know, but imagine how what that would feel like. I, yeah, and I don't know if, yeah, I mean, what, like, like, would, that that all your... all the, would that fix all the problems? No. that That's how people get eating disorders when they think yeah. that it fi- fixes all the problems. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And it doesn't. But uh, by summer, there are so many just like hot people walking around with no they clothes on. Like, and I'm like, darn it. I'm not like, darn it. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> See, yeah. Thank I mean, you. I, I, I will I, eat these Oreos yeah. right now. Thank you. <laughs> I love to look at hot people and then part of me is like, am I turned on by them or, or am I jealous of them or what? I think mm. it's a, it, it's obviously a vicious human combination of everything. We it's, are it's complicated. The, the greatest Yeah, we're game. so complex. What is that? The great is it the greatest game? The most dangerous. The game, most dangerous game, which is about humans haunting each other. Yeah, which I would love to bring back as a reality show with mm-hmm. Jillian Michaels. Jillian, and you're hunting your skinny self. Yes. Oh, that's fun. Peter, can I ask you a question? Yes. How do you think Bowen and I would do on the Amazing Race? Just hypothetical. Is there a doubt in your mind that you wouldn't win? 
Absolutely. A hundred percent, but only because I'm garbage. I think Bowen would win. No, because I don't have the stamina for it and I don't have the patience for it and I think I'm a good problem solver, but after there is a critical Bowen, you're a certified genius. The He's a certified genius homes. speaks multiple languages the, the and I home. have great ground speed. Like I can get places very fast. Yeah, and like, you can like you can risk it all for like to you know, you can grab yes, something fast. I would grab <laughs> things the fastest. We did escape the room and I was always like oh, over God, here. I don't, don't want to do that. Yeah, like you keep it and Bowen's like, "Oh wait, now it's I think you would 100% win the damn prize." I can't I I would refuse to swallow a, you know a, a mole rat. Or I would do the it. They do. They I would do, do that. It. I don't know. I they, isn't I that Fear really, Factor? I don't really. I watch. wanted to go on Fear Factor when I was. A you kid. would do great on Fear Factor. I was like, put me in that tarantula. Are pit. you fearless in that way? Uh, I think I just was like, this would be crazy because there are so many cameras on you that you're like, is this real? Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, I guess it is, but like, if I die, then this whole thing's going down. So they don't want me to die. So right. let's. Uh, this is a weird environment where things are enabled, but you're being a. It's by. I want to get on that. I either you get on that or you host the fucking reboot. The reboot of Fear Factor. Do you Factor. know who? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> do you know? Who, yeah. Who won Celebrity Fear Factor once? Who? Omarosa. Wow. Oh. <laughs> because the final challenge is like to go into a room facing. Uh, Omarosa, Omarosa. And she just <laughs> broke the mirror staring at herself Omarosa she won Celebrity Fear Factor guess who she beat Nikki McKibben from American Idol season oh one. my god I don't god. even know who that is she, she, yeah, came in she was third like place. the pink haired rocker she was a Jennifer Hudson she was she was a Jennifer Hudson by by rank yes and <laughs> yeah. but she was she was the upset third place and she because she beat out Tamira Gray yeah Anyway. Not, but not an American Idol queen sitting in front of us. I really, I American Idol rubs me the wrong way. It should. Oh, absolutely. It's an evil it's show. Horrible. It's an evil show. The like sh- making fun of people, yep. singing, yeah, however they want. It, I don't like it we, at all. Yeah, we 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 have friends who like have been personally, it's victimized, oh. yeah. and it's horrible. It's horrid. Um, but no, I mean, I think there needs to be TV is evil. TV's evil, um, just just in general. Except the Great British Baking Show. Oh, yes, of course. <gasps> Wait, how far are you? I've seen three seasons. Okay, the, the ones that are on Netflix. Yeah, I, I need to catch up. I haven't pursued further. Are you a fan? What's, what are your thoughts on Chatna? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Um, <laughs> this is such an important question, Peter. Uh, w- the Great British Baking Show finds its success yes. on... Not tearing anybody down. Or I'm not having, asking you to tear her down. I think she's talented. She. Uh, the only reason I ask is because, first of all, I will say I found her to be. Is she the Middle Eastern one? She's she's Indian. Indian. And, and she. Um. I found her to be a little bit not not compelling to watch, which is not the point. But she was just. A it's l- kind of the point. It's kind of the point. It's TV, but she does have an amazing cooking channel on YouTube. <gasps> she bakes, obviously, but she makes amazing. Native dishes. Mm. She does. A, it, I can't taste it, so I couldn't say definitively. But it looks. That's like the, the most thing amazing. with those cooking shows. But it you looks haven't... like the most amazing butter chicken and chicken oh, and chicken tikka masala yeah. and biryani. Oh my god. Okay, I, so absolutely, there's wrong. a lot of garbage with those cooking shows, though, because you can't taste it. And also, I but, heard tea that none of the contestants can taste each other's food. On and British they, Bake and Off? you no on all these cooking shows. Be- wait, why specifically? 
I'm talking about Top Chef. Not Top Chef. I- I'm talking about Master Chef. Okay. okay. I'm just. I hear. What is this? That. You're like you such have to trepidation. Leave the, I know. Such to, the because fear I don't want to say something eyes. I'm not supposed to say. <laughs> okay, I, I get You leave that. the room. We're all. Oh, I, people I, taste your things, I know and then you come back, that. and then the they gone. give the critiques, and it's like and you're you like, you're never allowed to taste each other's food. You would never know if the person deserved to win, and as a viewer, you would never know. You have to take their word for it based on who's the best. Sounds like Scientology. It sounds a lot like you Scientology. You leave the room. Somebody decides something for you. You come back. You can't question it. You can't question it. Is just, that Scientology? Sure. Sure. It's <laughs> a, a, a bad way to do something with uh, groups of people and uh, secrets. That's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you need to make Scientology happen. But Top Chef, I mean, they don't make, I was always confused, like how, one, how do they get the food plated to then have like the shot of you know where they like show it and they do like the 360 view of the food and then also they eat it mm-hmm. and then they have more I'm like how many There's servings are you making and like 10 minutes left I'm like what does this actually mean because you probably have to plate the like yes close up shot yeah. one and the, well that's how I feel about Great British Bake Off too it's like this is impossible I would collapse from exhaustion if I were in this situation. also in the heat of summer and under that tent with oh a bunch of ovens? Which are, uh, no, no way, no way. No, thank you. These like ruddy British <laughs> people who are like, it's very hot Well, here. apparently they, they go home after all each episode. Like they go to their own yes. literal homes yeah. and they travel back to this to, like, beautiful. Cuff, cuffing on cuffing on, yeah, <laughs> Cuffing on Kent. Be, be, biffing on Shropshire. <laughs> <laughs> you sound lovely. Thank you. I want to go to Biffing to on Shropshire. To Biffing on Shropshire. Yes. Well, that's where the Great British Baking Show season eight. <gasps> you know, you know. Uh, how many finally. seasons are there? Oh, there's there's been many, and uh, the ones that are not. Did they just come to America? Well, they, there's the American one. Uh, oh, is there's there an, an American, American one? one? Yeah. I don't want to watch yeah. that. I haven't seen it. With American bakers, mm-hmm. are they mean? I don't know. I, I probably don't, I, it's probably like cutthroat. Yeah. No, they're not mean. A hot producer Joe's shaking his head. It's on PBS, right? Yeah, he's nodding. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure it's. Oh, just, it's PBS. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, and okay. um, so then it's fucking tame as hell. It's genteel and tame. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Publicly funded. Yes. Um, we've reached the point in our show where we will. Um, I don't think so, honey, for the gods. And guess what? Now we can really freely talk about this on August 11th. At 8 p.m. Mm. 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. at Littlefield, we will be doing a second edition of I Don't Think So, Honey, and you can get your tickets now online. Go to our Facebook page, um, look it up. Uh, I Don't Think So, Honey, Las Culturistas Live at Littlefield, NYC. It's in Gowanus. It's in Gowanus. We have Peter Smith. It's like we I have... can I just say to the people listening yes. who might be like, should I go see this? Uh huh. Like the first one was. A party. A party. It was fun. It was really like fun. You it had a party going on. Mm. It was so fun. And yeah. everyone was just like watching this party, but they were also in the party. It's like yes. how I felt watching Hello Dolly the other day. Oh, oh my God. Word. Why didn't we talk about that? Oh, I'm so sorry. Hello. How was it in how a short it? review? It's the best thing I've ever seen. Is it? Se- are you serious? It was with Bette Miller. It was the best thing I've ever seen. You saw with Bette? Yeah. <gasps> God damn it. It was the best thing I have ever oh seen. Oh my God. I lost myself for the majority of it. What did you think of the train? Sure, yeah. <laughs> Great. She sat on it and went off. I'm like, yeah, okay. Man, but like I just see bet that. doing bits, yeah. driving him into the goddamn ground. Yeah, oh my God. like a ten minute having bit. fun, huh? 
She was having a great time. Oh. We were all we're just there for it. God damn it. <laughs> I want to see that. I'll see it with anybody. I love me some Donna. I, lo- I want to see it with her, too. I want, I'd go again. They're, but they're, that was the I best heard Bernadette is taking over. They're, okay, the rumors change week after week. First we hear Well, it's, it's not Dolly Parton. But then before no. that, it was someone else. It was, Reba McIntyre, they said for a second. Re, but then it was also going to be um, like so, so, some someone else. like All crazy, 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 crazy. Well, when, well, Sudi went to go see it. Yeah. And Bernadette was there. Oh, wow. And she posted about Bernadette being there, and someone who really sounded like they knew what they were talking about was like, that's because she's taking over. That's the tea. But every week, it's always someone who really knows what they're talking about. Yeah, everyone really knows what they're talking about, and (laughs) they should know that only we know what we're talking about. And I do want to say one thing. I'm so sorry. I have to say this. Okay. There is Orlando tea. Okay. All right. By Virginia Woolf. There is Orlando tea by (laughs) By Virginia Virginia Woolf. (laughs) Orlando tea. She killed herself shortly after writing it. Yes, yes. That was her last That She work. never published <laughs> until now. Um, so, listen. As you know, I love to deliver the Orlando tea, the yep. Orlando truth, the Orlando gossip. This is what's happening in Orlando. Let's just say there's about to be a theme park war coming your way around 2019, 2020, 2021. Okay, so let me first go over what's going to happen over at Disney World. They have released a detailed, detailed model of Star Wars land. Yes. Now, this is in-depth. It shows where everything's going to be. It, you actually see what, where everything's going to be located. Yep, yep, yep. You're getting a Millennium Force simulator attraction. Apparently, it will be interactive to the point where how you do on the ride, in quotes, like in terms of like how, how you uh, participate in the ride. Yes. D- while you're in the rest of the land, characters will approach you Oh my god. And interact with you based on your performance? Your heroic or failure of a performance in the ride. So they'll berate you? They will sleep no more you. It's they they're going to sleep no more you. Yes, this is the rumor. Okay. Now, obviously some people are not going to want that. So it's going to be voluntary, I hear. Oh, but wow. you know they have those magic bands which apparently that system's getting updated too, so look for that. So you opt in to sleep no more. Yes, so what was formerly Disney MGM Studios is now Disney Hollywood Studios is probably going to get renamed to like a to like Naboo. To no to <laughs> like to like. <laughs> Wait, is that the one with the big di- uh, sorcerer hat? Yes, yeah, well, okay. it's and not like, there oh, anymore. Hollywood. They've taken that down, and they're thinking about they're going to demolish or take down the Great Movie Ride, oh. replace it with rumored the Great Mickey Ride, okay. which is going to be a Spider-Man Transformers esque 3D motion simulator sure, dark sure. ride. Using Mickey, Donald Duck, Minnie, okay. all those. So they're trying to move into that yes. direction, and they don't really have a ride that uses all those characters. No. So essentially, they're You're turning so right. They're turning Hollywood Studios into like an adventure park based on their big adventure movie properties. Yes. Yes. So probably what's going to happen is the Tower of Terror is unfortunately going to get rethemed to the Guardians of the Galaxy. Sure. Rock and Roller Coaster, probably same thing. Probably going to be turned into something else themed to Marvel because mm-hmm. Marvel is also going to figure into this park. Right. Fantasmic, the nighttime spectacular show, yes. is going to get completely rethemed and updated. Oh, wow. Toy Story Land is opening there. They've released a lot of um, stuff about what's going to be in Toy Story Land. I just want to say, Matt is just... This is off the top of his head. He just, there is no fire this is, and, and you don't size. understand. This is this is in the last this is in the last two or three days. And he just all come he, out. I'm sorry. He just Matt just has this memorized. To me, this is sad because like <laughs> the aesthetic of old like 
in well for just like drag queens in general like I don't, i'm just still talking about this because mm-hmm. we're all here just yes, sort yes, of looking yes. at each other um <laughs> sort of like the aesthetic of like us going to disney world and being like oh even just like that old hollywood right. thing like yeah. no now it's like spider-man Gone. so yep. these kids aren't gonna have this like that. enchantment opportunity with to like or just like we Twilight They're, Zone was weird. Like I right. loved Tower of Terror because it was like Tower. Twilight Zone, and yeah. that will be something that people have to reckon with is the death of that kind of old aesthetic there because they're going to try to revamp it and do something new. And also like, coming down is the Indiana Jones stunt show. Okay, so it's all coming down. Just I like mean, wouldn't know about Twilight Zone without Disney, right? A exactly. little bit, yeah. And that's kind of like how I felt about you know all the old movie properties that they used to kind of there was a lot of classic movie rides yes. at Universal Studios, yeah. like you know your Jaws, your uh, they yes. still have ET, but like all that stuff is kind of gone now. For like, you know, Fast and the Furious is getting a ride next year, and yeah. that's that's like a movie property, but it's not a classic not movie classic. property. They did an okay it's job of kind of like it's a franchise, yeah. right? And so they know it'll make money, and they know it'll bring people in. Now, so that's happening over at Hollywood Studios, which is to be renamed and to be completely rethemed. Yes. Additionally, the Magic Kingdom is getting Tron Light Cycle. Is getting the Tron. Light cycle roller coaster. Now, originally, the T was they were going to take out the speedway. Oh. They were going to take out the uh, Tomorrowland yes, speedway where you drove around in the little car. But that's changed. Now they're saying they're going to keep that. The, tr- the Tron light cycle coaster is going to be behind it. Oh. Also, okay. rumored, there's going to be an uh, in park hotel behind the haunted mansion that's themed as a haunted mansion hotel. That this is, is your wildest dream. Come that, true. This I'm is, down for that. And this is like <laughs> I love that. This is a breaking that's a brand new rumor. Wow. Now, moving over to Universal. Okay, and this is where This is where the gag. <laughs> this is the gag. And now we now we find this out. This is the gag. <laughs> yeah. So, hearing that yep. Disney is getting the Tron light cycle ride. Yep. Which is a half Univer- light, half light, half dark roller coaster. Yes, and it'll. Also, I've been on you, in Shanghai. You ride it like a bike, and Bowen has done it, and you described it as. I, it's it's Space Mountain on on every drug. It's, wow. it's the most thrilling thing I've ever been on. They <laughs> made me take my glasses off. So once we were in the indoor portions, Huge. I didn't have depth perception. <laughs> yes. It was dark all around you, but with like neon lights, and it just looked like I was in this infinity field of light, and it was mar- blurry light, and it was gorgeous, gorgeous. Absolutely. So. Universal hears that Disney is bringing Tron to the United States. And, you know, this is going to be a -a one-of-a-kind theme park experience. Mm -hmm. But But. they are going to tear down the Dragon Challenge, formerly Dueling Dragons, iconic roller coasters that are there. You know, they were racing and inverted and dueled. Two different roller coasters. Near misses. Helices into, yeah. Right. They're taking it down. There's going to be a Harry Potter Forbidden Forest Dark ride slash roller coaster that uses the same exact ride vehicle and technology as Tron. So basically, they're you're coming in and saying like they're 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 you're not on a broomstick. You're on that thing that Hagrid rides. Oh, and someone's gonna be able to ride in the little thing a next motorcycle. to you in the little pod. Yes, it's a motor. It's an enchanted and you're gonna, motorcycle. Exactly, it's gonna be like a Hagrid ride. I guess through the Forbidden Forest. This is war because because literally right where Dragon Challenge is is, is where the Forbidden Forest would be in relation to Hogwarts Castle. Okay. So, yeah. So Disney's not going to be happy when they hear about that. Okay. Or I'm sure they're not happy now. Yeah, when they, oh, so when they find when out, they find that, out uh, of course when they I listen to course, this podcast. Of course I am breaking all the news. <laughs> so now we're gonna have another Harry Potter extreme. 
theme park experience to I've, be up there with Gringotts and the Forbidden Journey. I've yet to go to Harry Potter you World. You must. I know I must. Are you a fan of the, the series? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, not everybody. I, we can't assume that everybody is. But for, I didn't for, read The Curse of Charlie. I think I've come. Maybe oh, the, no. the new yeah, stuff. No, I'm no, like, I don't do that. We did either. a whole episode of this podcast about how The Curse of Child was garbage. Yeah. Just, with I, Elise. I don't know. Um, oh, don't. We, we, you gotta go, Peter. The seven books and then also to have it be like live in it Are you yeah it's, no it's, it's, it's the same it's aesthetic as the movies right it's like the same it's, set when i walked very similar yeah. when i walked into diagon alley oh. i <laughs> kid you not it was an emotion diagonally experience. diagonally it was diagonally the music was playing and it just oh, felt a sound pool a sound bath a sound bath and it, it felt like i was in fucking diagon alley and i wanted to cry anyway so all of this is oh, happening in 2020 God, also it's... in 2021 probably you're in getting nintendo. super nintendo land in Universal Studios Florida, which is taking over the kids section of the thing. Apparently, you're getting a Donkey Kong minecart coaster. You're getting a Mario Kart sort of dark ride slash coaster (laughs) and a Zelda... Uh, apparently Zelda. like a Broadway level Zelda show. Oh my a god, what? there's yeah. my ticket to yes. stardom! <laughs> apparently <gasps> lose 20 pounds and move to Orlando. You yeah. would just yeah, start link. screaming. Oh, you, should, you would be Zelda. Just be screaming. Or anything. Just get me in this I show. I think they should get Peter to play both Zelda and yeah. Link. Wow. And Sheik. And Sheik, well, and and get, Sheik who is queer. Give me all the checks. Give you all the For checks. All, so, each role. Here's the thing, guys. You gotta book your tickets for 2021. Get because him. all this new shit's going to be there. Also, you know. Do you have yours? We, today, Bowen texted me and he goes, I was thinking about doing an impulse buy for like literally next week. And I was like, no, we have to wait. We have to wait to see I what's going You can go yeah. again. I was just li- literally all How I was, much was it? It was all, t- all together. Yeah. A bit was like, much. Under a thousand, but still for four I want to go. I still haven't gone to Pandora. Bowen's been to Pandora. I haven't been I went yet. to Pandora a couple months ago, but I'll, I'm just saying. Is it- it was fine. All it took, it was fine. all it took for me to be inspired to text Matt to buy, let's buy tickets again. Was I was literally just looking at a map of Florida on my laptop, and I was like, "Why?" And then smack dab in the middle was Orlando, and I was like, "I want to go back." What brought you to the map of Florida? Well, I, I, I mean, it's it, shaped like a dick. It's shaped like a dick, and I'm just drawn to Thallus. But I saw Orlando on the map, and I was like. There was magic happening there every day. I'm sorry like, I took us so far away, um, but I had to give the tea you because love there Disney. was so much tea. Yes, you yes. love the, Disney. Uh, it's not Disney. It's Orlando. It's this. It's the, everything. It's the park culture. It's park culture. It's, it's the, the park, park culture. culture. I could also. <laughs> you been to Dolly World? Into, you been to Branson? Even what? You've been to Branson? Have you been to you've been to Br- sorry? Have you no. been to Branson, no, no, Missouri? No. Okay. No, no, no. Missouri. What's in Branson, Missouri? It's uh, basically Vegas for <sighs> queers. No. <laughs> In a major way, no. In a major way. Um I, like okay, the uh the b- flat image 2d image that we have created of like in our mind what a trump supporter is and looks like and like mm-hmm. where yes. they live and all that whatever right. jazz it's for that creation in our mind okay right it's catered to them i mean dolly parton has a experience there um which is like enchanted castle but like <gasps> a uh like pistol uh you know saloony sure. uh, shooter show on horses uh, there's like a huge Madame Tussauds with like all of the kind of like fucked up like the first tries kind of go there. <laughs> yes, thank um, God. First pass. Actually, I had I have a picture with <laughs> Hugh Hefner on his bed. Oh my God. In Branson. Rest in peace. I gotta drag even. that out on his like it was this weird room of like this bed that you take a picture on with him. Oh. And you put these ears on and it's like in the middle of Missouri and I'm like this is for like 
Christian. Like everything is has a cross on it, and everything yeah. kind of comes back to a Bible story. Oh my god! And we went on like a showboat, and every song had, no matter what song, it had a slideshow of Jesus behind it. Sure. And everyone was just eating their potato, enjoying mm-hmm. themselves. But Branson, in terms of park culture, Silver Dollar City, you okay. must go. All right, we'll go. We'll go. You we'll go. must go. There are if so I'm many go to Missouri, beautiful be ladies in like turquoise belts and long skirts, and like in trios singing songs of the hills. Will I have to dress up like a Trump voter to fit in? No, I, I think I was wearing like. Oh, they have a Titanic museum there. Wow, they have I a Titanic it. museum where you get like a character and you go in <gasps> and you might die at the end and oh everybody gosh. dies. Okay, well, uh, have you been to Worlds of Fun in Kansas City? I uh, know. Okay, it's another theme park. It's like, it's pretty decent, but it is sort of like just a, a, a tier below Six Flags in okay. terms of quality, but it's pretty solid and safety. And safe. I think it's a safe park. It's a safe park. Theme parks, they're out there. Let's move on to I don't think so, honey. Um, this is our segment in the show yeah. where we uh, go on a one-minute screed against anything in culture. Um, Matt, or do you have something something prepared? I have something that I could go on about. Okay, all right, let's let's do all it. Right. So this is Matt Rogers. I don't think so, honey. Time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Bronchitis. <gasps> I have you right now, and I don't know if you've been <sighs> hearing on the podcast, but I've been turning away from the mic to cough. Uh. Don't worry, y'all. I'm not contagious. Okay. Bronchitis has been very difficult for me because when you have bronchitis, you have to have cough medicine. And cough medicine, I don't know if you've ever had it. It makes you very tired. I have been in a fugue state for the past three days, you guys. I don't think so, honey, bronchitis. It makes me cough. I feel like I can't breathe. I went to the doctor the the other day, and I said to him, you know, this feels different. This feels different. 30 seconds. And he said, let me test you. And I had a funny doctor. And I think so, honey, my funny doctor. Okay. He felt my chest. He said, breathe in. He goes, "Mm mm-hmm, that's good. He's like, you got a good heart, too. Do you know what that means? I said, what? He said, it means you're a good person. And I laughed because it like it wasn't like a good joke, but you know what I mean? Like he was making it fun for him. Oh, yeah. So I think so, honey, and I don't think so, honey, his diagnosis <gasps> of bronchitis. I'm on a Z-Pack right now. Oh. Time will tell if, if five days is even enough for medication. I don't think so, honey, the Z-Pack. I feel, still feel congested. One minute. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. I don't know. And you know it's not comfortable to have this in the summer. No. no. Sick in the summer, it's uh, not cool for the summer. Not cool, not for, cool the for the summer. Summer, summertime sadness. <gasps> wow. Absolutely. I just feel like, what about the Z-Pack? Like, I hope that... Z-Packs make me break out in full body hives. Okay, we just had Rachel Winitsky on the show. She had a vomit fest when yeah. she had her Z-Pack. Can't well... Do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. You no. can't do it either? Well, oh, no, I, I, I'm saying I will not do it because I've never had a Z-Pack, but all these horror stories are making me... I blew not, up I and I had it. tiny dots. I was like a... Like, it was medieval what happened to me. Oh, God. Like I, I, my face swole, like swollen up shut. Oh my god! Rolled myself to the ER and they like popped me and little blood let me out. Horrific! Oh my god! Horrific! Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm. So, you know what? They had to pop him and blood let him. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. They draw a cord. Mm-hmm. I think we can put them out of business. It's time for Bone Yang's. I don't think so, honey. And is he prepared? I'm prepared. Okay, Bone Yang's. I don't think so, honey. Time. Starts now. I don't think so, honey. Final Fantasy fourteen servers. I am not able to even log on to my character, Rupa Pa Rupa, <laughs> an, a level 51 summoner who has an amazing Garuda edgy <laughs> oh avatar. Oh, my God. And 
every time I log on, you always boot me and say that there's a, the world is full. There's a queue of 20 other players going. But then I try again, and, and lo and behold, I magically appear into the world. All of a sudden, I skip that line. Am I cutting other people in line? Because I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't think so, honey. I don't want to. Don't make me be that person. I don't want to be a villain in this world. Mm. I don't want people coming after me saying, hey, you cut me in the line for the queue to the world. 30 seconds. And how are you playing in, as a level 51 summoner with a Garuda Edgy avatar? And I'm, I can't. So I don't think so, honey. Final Fantasy XIV servers for not being reliable. And when I go into a dungeon or a raid with eight other players who are expecting me to support them as a DPS and deal damage to the bosses and to all the mobs, I don't think so, honey. That makes me look bad. And I do not respect you assassinating my character at Final Fantasy XIV servers. So I don't think so, honey. Squaresoft, Square Enix, Mog Station, uh, and my Square Enix password that sometimes does not work. That's one minute. (laughs) Wow. You had a lot of words per minute there. That was actually your most word WPM. You would be yet. a great Thank secretary. Thank you, Sec- secretary. Yeah, great stenographer. Secretary. Um, I don't think so, honey. <laughs> I am not prepared because I think the best thing that happened at your show, uh-huh. which I hope happens at the next one, if I may say, troll bowl. The fish bowl. Yes, is the best. The way. troll bowl will return, and in fact, we have what you're saying, Peter. Is I that think you, is that like you should the mandate troll bowl. it. I think it, everyone should just pop in. I can, Damn, it's funny. I can give you a it's troll so ball. Funny. Please give me a troll okay. ball. Okay. Go. Okay. In- Got it. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right. Great. Peter Smith, mm-hmm. your topic is the hardworking middle class, <laughs> and your time starts oh now. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so, hardworking middle class. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see, uh, oh, complaining about gas prices <laughs> as you're trying to get to the gap at the mall. Yeah, I don't think so, uh, uh, honey. Uh, I don't think so. You talking about uh, going paleo? Yeah, I hear you over there. I hear you over there, uh, college uh, kid whose uh, uh, parents are a hardworking middle class. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think so, who are paying your ass to get through college. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now you're complaining about, oh, your different diet you're going on. Yeah, that's bullshit, right? Because your parents, yeah, oh, they're doing their jobs. They're getting in the way of uh, their own happiness because they're working too hard. I don't think so, working too hard. I don't think so, very hardworking middle class, because you know what? You've given up on something and you're devoting your life to money. Ah! And that's that's one minute. minute. Wow, burned him. Wow, don't you ever, ever come for Peter Smith on his take. Also, like the hardworking middle class. The hardworking middle class. Not 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 the <laughs> not leeches. The lazy middle class. No, not the lazy. no, no. You have to come for the hardworking yeah, yeah, middle yeah, class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones who deserve to be helped out of the hole they're in. The elbow grease. You gotta come for them. Yes, you gotta come for them because Because sometimes what? they don't always make the right decisions. Yeah, we all gotta get pegged down a couple of times. That yeah. was a gorgeous. Yeah. I don't think so, honey. You know why? Because Peter dug, measured. Measured, but dug into just chewed into every word. I loved I loved that. You know, I um, loved it too and I loved this episode I loved of this the episode. podcast. I cannot wait to see Peter at the live show. As well as forty nine other brave souls yes. who are going to confront the troll bowl. They're going to confront the audience. They're going to confront us. us. They're going to confront themselves. They're going to confront themselves. I like how you called it a fool's errand. It was a fool's errand for us <laughs> to, reach, so to, to get 50 people together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was a, there were a lot, I mean, we'll, we have, we have lots and lots of people 
uh, that that will in future installments also come on. And we were just like, these are the fifty, but it's a fool's errand to just organize this. But it's so fun, it's so worthwhile. It's also, then fun. you realize, I mean, I already started making a list of people that we haven't had on the first or second one, and there's yes. a long list. Oh, so yes, don't worry, everyone. The sun will touch your face. You will get to get up on that stage in Gowanus. And in and Gowanus. in Gowanus. The sun shines in Gowanus. The sun shines over the Gowanus Canal. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my God, Peter. When you sent me the invitation, I just started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and no one had said anything yet. But I wow. was, I threw my head back and started cackling. Wow, wow. wow. August like, 26th. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? August 26th. August 26th. Oh, yeah, duplex. I'll be at Duplex at August 26th. And we don't know the show yet, but just know that Peter will turn out Oh, an incredible performance. Oh, my God. They I will hope. be performing. And uh, one more time, August 11th, go online and buy tickets for I Don't Think So, Honey. Last Culture is live at Littlefield, 8 p.m. Okay, this has been Bowen Yang. And this has been... Oh, my God. Oh, my God, what? You forgot. I don't know. Your name? Karina, Karina. Brunt. And that's Peter Smith. Guys, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. <laughs>